What's up, everybody? You know who we are by now, damn it. UWO podcast, the hottest wrestling podcast on the internet, period. And again, we are because I said that we are. I'm here with Eddie Ortiz. What's going on, everybody? And the Brian Lopes. What's happening, everyone? All right, man, let's get right on into it. Uh, we we got fucked out of a, uh, to, to, you know, lack of a better term. We got fucked out of a uh, wrestling card, and they gave it to the Saudis, a.k.a. Uh, Crown Jewel. And uh, I'm not going to lie. I didn't too much uh, pay attention to it, only because um, you guys know how I feel about one of the individuals who was on the show. But, um, Eddie, what you think of it? Man, that show was trash. <laughs> that was a hot pile of fucking dog shit. Where do we... Man, there's not enough dirt on planet Earth for us to bury this show. There's not. It's my... Oh, my God. That show, <laughs> that show should never be aired on the network. should never be replayed. Should that, no clip should be allowed on the internet. You should not be allowed to speak of that show ever again after tonight. What the... <laughs> man, you got Shane McMahon, the best in oh, the best. I can't even say it. I can't world, say it. Greg, the world, Greg. What? <laughs> fucking petty is WWE? First, oh, let's get rid of all mention of CM Punk. Oh, then let's give a part timer his longest title reign record. Oh, and why not just give my son? His moniker of best in the world as well. Holy fuck, WWE, you petty. What the? I, I know you're mad at CM Punk, but shit, Christ, man. You didn't do this bad to Chris Benoit. Oh. Oh, my God. Are you? And then I feel bad for all the guys who participated in it. Daniel Bryan, John Cena, they made a good call. At mm. the end of the day, they, they were the winners of Crown Jewel. But not going. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ziggler, I would have put in my resignation papers right afterwards. I said, I quit. I'd have yeah, quit. it's about want, time that we quit. You, you want me to job to your son? I, oh, my. And let's not get started on, on the generic tag team match. Oh, my God. These guys were. Stop it. You saw Triple H's arm. We all saw the pictures of, of Triple H's pack. Did we not? Yeah, that, that was that. He's yeah, that's torn. That's that surgery. That's okay, you. Oh no, stop. Okay, and then the brothers of destructions couldn't even be bothered to catch John Michaels when he tried to do that moonsault. <laughs> I'm sorry, them motherfuckers <laughs> moved. <laughs> they moved. Mm. That reminded me of what was it, Samir Snooker? He's like, oh <laughs> shit, no, out of the way. Oh my god, that was a bad show, all around. Insulting to us fans. We can't see Shawn Michaels is coming out of retirement match on the U.S. soil. We can't get Pyro on U.S. soil. What, what the? F- I, I just can't. Brian? Oh, geez. All right. Well, my opinion is going to be different from you guys' opinion based on the fact that my ass actually watched the show live like an idiot. All right. Oh, geez. Watching that show, I felt dirty. Everything about that show, I felt dirty. I felt dirty when Hogan came out. I felt dirty based on the fact that not once 
the entire show, did they ever mention that they were even in Saudi Arabia? They said at the Crown Jewel, here at the Crown Jewel. <laughs> Big E even came out and said, oh, Crown Jewel. Like, like they didn't even want to acknowledge it. So I felt like, as a fan, I felt like something was wrong here. And, and there's only three matches that we have to talk about, period. Shane McMahon is the best in the world. Mm. That's the joke. The joke is Shane McMahon is the best mm. in the world. Say it with like, your chest, man. Say it with your chest. Like, seriously, like, what the fuck? Like, we've come on here and we bury WWE a lot over some of the dumbest booking decisions that are out there. And I can honestly say, if you appreciate or enjoyed the fact that Shane McMahon won that tournament when not even being in that tournament... And he celebrated like the motherfucker just hit the Mega Millions $1.6 billion. He ran around that ring like an idiot. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. The dude was excited. It's like you saw JoJo's ass, Kyle. (laughs) I could have had more respect for him if he was actually in the tournament and went. But, come on. He threw himself in there, just saying, "No, no, no, we're not gonna do that." I'm just, I'll fight, I'll fight. You know what that you was? Know what I mean? You know what that was? That was Shane saying, "Oh, well, my sister got to be all highlighted with the women's pay per view evolution." Yeah, oh, yep. and I'd be on top, Daddy. That's yeah. what that. That was yeah. my sister got to be on top because, of course, she wrote that. Oh, it was me. You know, I'm leading the charge for the women's revolution and everything. Because, you know, I'm the daughter of the of Vince McMahon. So Shane was like, Daddy, what about me? Shane, you're going to be the best in the world. That's what's going to be. Like, <laughs> that's pretty much the response. And he gave him the U.S. Open to prove it. You know what I mean? <laughs> For real. <laughs> and like, I, I don't even want to get into I don't even want to get into Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman. Oh, fucking Christ. Bro, Braun Strowman. I, I got dude the a couple on my phone, man. And... Uh, <sighs> I'm done. I, I, I'm off the Braun Strowman bandwagon. I'm done. I buried him. I buried him a couple of weeks ago. Braun Strowman. Let's, now, for for you guys who didn't watch it or didn't watch it live, Braun Strowman landed one kick the entire match. Well, this didn't get attacked from behind. They didn't get attacked from behind to start the match or something like that. Yeah. The match got- was the match was eight moves. It was getting hit in the back. F five. F five. F five out of the ring. F5, Ron Strowman got a kick in, then another F5, and the match was over. That's literally the entire match. I, 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 I'm so done with Ron Strowman. I'm off that bandwagon. Let's go Drew McIntyre. Yeah, seriously. At this point, uh, after that squash, I was like, okay, they're not, they're, they're not on board with Ron Strowman. They're never going to be on board with Ron Strowman. And now with the reports of him working with two bum knees, and that he <laughs> hurt. And then actually, this he has some backstage heat. I didn't. Uh, I saw the yeah, headline. Yeah, supposedly I didn't backstage heat. Yeah, I literally just saw that. Yeah, that right before not, we started recording. Yeah, that he's not, he supposedly he doesn't stay after he's done. He just leaves and he gets there late. And yep. he's working her. And uh, uh, I'm officially done. They're not going to give Braun Strowman that strap. They're not. They're, they're not getting on board with the Braun Strowman. Yeah, I think they're done with him. Can yeah. you guys take away anything good from Crown Jewel though? Something good. The only thing I can say that was good is the fact that Sean carried that main event match. As as bad as it was, 
Shawn Michaels went in the ring and looked like the he, old Shawn Michaels. He had no choice. Old Shawn Michaels, but the old Shawn Michaels. Yeah. That's my only. He really had. He really had no choice at that point. After after Triple H fucking went over that rope and fucking tore his pec, he. he Sean had no choice because we know the other two on the other side over there are fucking gassed after five minutes. Yeah. So. And uh, and, the, and the other great part was when Kane's mask just randomly flew off. That was awesome. <laughs> I, I would say that the the trophy was better looking than the past trophies they had. <laughs> the trophy was the good part of the paper. And the the seats on the floor looked very comfortable. Oh yeah. <laughs> You know, you got to see comfortably when you're not paying attention to the show because them guys did not give two fucks what was going on. You would yeah. randomly see maybe one or two fans getting excited and then it's just them taking pictures and talking on the phones and talking with their entourages. And it's like they don't give a shit. Mm. The people that were there were probably put there at gunpoint. You're going to go to the show or you're dead. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I so guess. It's, it's like, oh, it's just please All stop. Right. Please, yeah, just no more. We're going to move on, Matty. We're going to move on because we just spent about <laughs> a, more time on this pay-per-view than the creative team <laughs> with the pay-per-view. I like that meme that, that's, that's circulating where the Triple H is like, I didn't book this shit. He did. Vince did? Yeah. That's, that was a good one. That was <laughs> that's a good right one. There. Yep. When Triple H got in the back, everybody's looking at him. He's like, yo, don't look at me. That's him. That was all him. All right, guys, but um, before we get to the burial of the week, we actually got to do an unburial this week because uh, we're all got new tag team champions. And it's somebody that we previously buried, that being the authors of pain. Brian. Paper champion. AOP, AOP. I mean... I guess it's a a great thing for them based on the fact that there really weren't no tag team champions. If you consider what happened with Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, like still a team, but yeah, there's literally no tag division. They're on top of their game. They they're the only logical team right now to give the titles to. Who are we gonna give them to? Chad Gable and uh, Bobby Roode. We we definitely weren't Glorious. gonna give them to Matt. I, I can picture that. I can picture the backstage creative meeting. Right now. Okay, guys. Heads, AOP, tails, the revival. Oh, heads it is. Fuck the revival. That's how they came up with who's going to win those belts. I guarantee that's what the creative meeting was. We're going to flip yeah. a coin and figure out who's going to put these belts on. All right, guys. The, yeah. next, the next tag team that walks through that door is tag team chance. Hey, Rockstar Spud. Yes, I call <laughs> him Rockstar Spud. Yup. <laughs> yeah, he Rockstar Spud. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Oh man! All right, guys. So you liking it, Eddie? At least they're a tag team. Yeah, yeah. At least, <laughs> they, they at least it wasn't two guys thrown together. They got that working for them. That, that's that's yeah. the plus side of it. But you know, but who are they going to face? Jobbers. I I, I see B team. B team. B team. No, no, no. They're going to squash the B. They're going to squash the B team five times. They're going to probably run over. Gable and, and Rude a few times. The Ascension, they'll probably beat them a handful of times. Titus Worldwide? That's no longer a thing. Oh, they're not? Yeah, they broke up. Oh, wow, I missed that. Yeah, they broke that up, you know, so everybody went solo. Oh, okay. Uh, so, like, <laughs> like who? who? All they're right. Call up somebody from NXT and, and just bury them? Raw tag teams nowadays is looking like, uh, 
the Ascension, the Revival, uh, AOP, AOP, the- Bobby Roode, and uh, Chad Gable. Um, you got five teams with the B team. You got five teams in the tag team division. Yeah, I can't think of any others. I can't think of any others. They got a good team in NXT that they can call up. Um, the Street Profits, I kind of like them. Uh, oh, God, don't, don't call them up. Leave them right there in NXT. Hey, hey, hey. They'll end up worse than crime time. No. These guys just want some indie belts and everything. Just leave them alone right there in NXT. Oh, God, they'll ruin them. <laughs> what about the War Raiders? Oh, man, I... I I feel bad for them when they call them. They're going to get a sanity treatment. Never oh, seen it. Too soon. Who? Too soon. Who? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And we want tag, and we want women's tag team titles. Remember that one? Oh, the hell we do. <laughs> who? Who, though? Again, who? Who? <laughs> but, you know, the, the, the men's tag team division is so stellar. Um, I mean, and I, I know I I know I'm kind of off, off subject here, but the NXT tag team division is better. The mid carters are better. The main eventers are better. Vince, just let Triple H do his thing, please. Please. <laughs> step please aside. Just step aside. Give it a year. Damn. Give it a year vacation. Watch the money roll in. Triple H obviously XFL. knows what he's doing. Go do Yo, the XFL. XFL. Do the XFL. Go. <laughs> Go embarrass yourself in football. Um, can you imagine what the XFL is going to be like? Oh. oh, Jesus Christ. I can only imagine, especially after seeing the first one. <laughs> as long as The Rock's not opening the show. He hate me. Oh, God. That's I only plus. I actually got right I for the record, so I got rough for Rod Smith. <laughs> Oh man. But uh let's go let's go on. And um this is something again. I'm 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 letting you guys go ahead and check get uh knock this one off the park. Because Vince is gonna have another person he can bury if he's not out of the uh creative team's vision before they get there. The elite could be officially WWE bound. That a good thing, bad thing in between even though Seth Rollins versus Omega is at the top of my list. Well, that explains why they stopped. They, they said that when that the the T-shirts, the last round of Bullet Club T-shirts were the last ones with them, you know, with them having the Bullet Club. That explains why, you know, they're going to separate from the Bullet Club and just be the elite. Mm-hmm. Which, truthfully, I actually thought they already did, kind of already. Because really, when you hear, when any time I've ever watched anything New Japan, I see the Bullet Club. I do not see the elite anywhere near it. Mm. So I, I actually thought already it was already a separate thing, and it would, but whatever. But I, I don't know, man. I, I don't want these guys to go to WWE. I'm hoping we're being trolled because of all the internet rumors. I'm hoping they're just trolling us and they're not going to jump shit. But man, Vince I, is desperate right now. That pocketbook's open. I'd love to see that, them in NXT to go against the uh, the undisputed era. You know what I mean? Yeah. Back- that's the only that, that's the only plus side is that when they go to NXT, we know that's going to be good. Mm-hmm. But after after we know it's going to be bad, real bad mm-hmm. for some of them. Like I don't want to see the Hardys 
when they exactly first happen. They're gonna he's gonna turn him into the Hardys 2.0. Uh, Adam Page is Adam Page is fucked from the get go. Hangman, I'm sorry, really? You don't yeah, think Hangman can make it. Uh, Hangman Page, uh, 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 man, he was floundering before the Bullet Club, and he's he's like the low tiers member of the Bullet Club as it is. You know, I, I I think he's screwed. You know, Cody, Cody will probably main event for like a year or two, and then Vince will be like, "No, I'm done with you." Omega, I I fear for Omega. You know, I just he might get the AJ style treatment. Oh yeah, we're gonna put a title on you, but your matches are gonna suck ass. <laughs> and don't, uh, man, don't forget about you know uh, broken Matt Jackson. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And shout out to uh, Matt Jackson. Me and Matt, my, my, me and Matt Jackson actually have the same birthday. Little known facts. Little known fact. Yeah, we'll have broken Matt Jackson and brother freaking Nick. <laughs> I knew you, dude. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, it's not broken. It's woken. It's woken. I forgot. Woken. Very important. Very important. Woken. <laughs> oh man! All right, guys. It's time to... I, I just don't. I, 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 I really. <laughs> man, I, I understand why it's a good time because you know Vince is on that Ted Turner tip. Just write a number down, and I'll pay it. Mm. But oh man, is, is it worth is it worth the dignity? I hear you. I hear you on that. How much is your dignity worth? That's pretty much it, right there. My dignity yeah. is worth about five million. If it's give me five million, I'm pretty much can the ring and do whatever getting can needs me to do. Honest uh, <laughs> <laughs> to God, I think they'll take it. They will take it. Give me give me fifty million. I'll do the Orlando Jones gimmick. You know what I mean? To show up in the coaching <laughs> team, baby. Show up in the coaching team. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but um, let's move on to my favorite segment of your show, uh, that being the burial of the week. And somebody, somebody is really going to get buried today. <laughs> we'll hold on to that. But um, Brian, who are you burying? Ah, oh, for Monday Night Raw, I, I hate to do this because I'm a big fan of hers. <coughs> Excuse me. And I think a lot of us are a big fan of her, but... I have to bury Amber Moon. I'm Amber. sorry. Amber? Really? I have to. It's it's one of those things that I don't see her doing anything anytime soon. <clears throat> I I hope to God she wins the Women's Royal Rumble at, at the Rumble, but I don't think she will. I think that's going to end up going to Charlotte. But Amber Moon, I like you just got squashed by Tamina and Nia. Uh, you're not in the title picture. Becky and Ronda are fighting next. Nia got next after that. There's really nothing for Amber Moon on Monday Night Raw right now. And it's a damn shame because I think she's probably her and Ruby Riot are two of the most underrated girls on that roster. Um, for SmackDown, SmackDown, I kind of want to bury the booking team. I think it was great that you brought uh, Nikki Cross up for that debut, if you want to call it that. <laughs> If you want to call it that, it was a great presentation. Everything about it was cool. The match itself wasn't even that bad. But on her debut match, she taps out to the world champion. You you brought her in lovely, and then you buried her right away. Like, what, <laughs> what are we supposed to do with Nikki Cross now? Okay, she's crazy. That's it. There, there's nothing to it. She's just a crazy chick. 
You yeah, know, she, she, tapped, she tapped the first night. You tapped on the first night. There's nothing for you. You you buried Nikki right away. I'm sorry, but I'm giving that one to the creative team. Uh, yeah, SmackDown creative team. You're buried, dude. Sorry, Road Dog. <laughs> oh man. Well, for me, I'm going the other way. Same match for Raw, but I'm going the other way. Naya, I'm burying you. I'm burying Naya. Sorry for sorry for all you thirsty heads out there who love that big girl. But that was the dumbest heel turn. That was the Big Show-esque heel turn right there. Mm. Pointless, pointless, underwhelming, and nobody gave a damn. <laughs> nobody gave a damn. Like, <laughs> no reaction, no no nothing. Everybody was just like, yawn, okay, she turned, who cares? And then afterwards, that little raw, that little uh, exclusive interview they do on, WWE, on WWE.com, where she's eating a banana, sipping water. Oh my! Like, oh, you thought I was gonna go against family? Oh, man, that was the that was the most pointless, stupidest heel turn I've witnessed in a long time. Mm. Like at least the Big Show when he turned heel for the thousand thousand time, it, it was shocking because of what he did. But <laughs> not heel turn was just like. Two thousand, huh? two thousand, two thousand. <laughs> Wasn't she a heel like a couple of weeks ago? Anyway, <laughs> who knows? What not? She's on that Big Show tip right now, man. She's, you know, she's going to class with Mickey James in the Big Show and taking those flip flopping courses. I swear, so, she, 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 yeah, turns, right. She turns face and heel faster than Sasha Banks's title reigns. She comes out uh, one day, depending on depending on how she cuts a promo. She's in a. If she's in a good mood, she's a face. If she's in a sad mood, she's a heel, I guess. I, who the fuck knows? And for SmackDown, uh, CN Almas. Oh, don't do it. Uh man. I'm sorry, homie. You're buried. Oh, amigo. Oh. Sad amigo. Oh, no. No, no, no. We have not seen you in weeks. <laughs> and then when we finally see you, you take a clean pin to Rey Mysterio. No, no knock against taking a, a loss to Rey Mysterio, but it didn't have to be clean. Man could have cheated and got disqualified and saved some face or something, but he had to take a clean loss to Rey Mysterio. Mm. After not seeing you for weeks on end and nobody, nothing being done with... Man, sorry, man. You all done. Oh, man. Sorry, brother, but I mean, we got called up, I believe, didn't you? We all did. We all had our hopes, but I guess you're gonna be sitting at Home Depot waiting for waiting for a job. No, oh. don't do that, Eddie. Come no. on, man. I need two guys for roofing. Oh man, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the views and opinions of Eddie Ortiz are exactly that. That last. I would just like to clarify: I am Hispanic, and I can say these racist jokes about my fellow Hispanics. <laughs> I I think the Ortiz kind of gave it away. <laughs> Just want to clarify that for anybody who thinks I'm being a racist towards Spanish people. Those are my people too. <laughs> it's okay. We got Bobby Lashley. Hold on, Eddie. Why don't you tell them in Spanish? Uh, I'm not that Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Uh, it's time for my burial. 
And uh, my burial is not from uh, Monday Night Raw. It's not from NXT. It's not from SmackDown. He's from the Codex Damn Prime podcast. And oh, that God. being Carl freaking Bird. If you guys did not watch or listen to today's episode of Codex Prime, make sure you check that out on iTunes after checking us out and giving us a five-star review on iTunes, whatever it is that's Google. Um, <laughs> They're our sponsor. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Codex Prime's our sponsor. Shut up. I still need, I still need a tagline. But uh, <laughs> Carl decided he was going to tell the story today on how the UWO came by on the podcast. And um, the way he left it, or the way he picked the, 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 the formulated the story, we are nothing but the replacements. I'm supposed to be asking for macaroni and cheese, you know what I mean? Eddie's supposed to be the old guy that came to help out the team or whatever, you know? You know we're the replacements. We couldn't get anybody else better, so we threw them guys on. Let me tell you how the UWO came together. God damn it! It was off the gen- genius. The genius of three wrestling minds who liked pot- doing the podcast on the Codex Prime. That's how the UWO came together. Then we all had bear and <laughs> buffalo wings. All right? We're not going to shout out to where we had it at because they sponsored us. That's how we came together. We decided to do a podcast, and we had about a four or five-hour conversation. And we just put this shit together. That's how this podcast came together. Now, unlike the Dallas Cowboys, oh. people are <laughs> actually interested on what we put out there. So we continue to do the podcast. <laughs> so we can't talk about what happened on Monday? You want to talk about what happened on Monday? The only star on the field, <laughs> the only star on the field got stepped on by the away team. I said it. Theo <laughs> has a tear in his eye. <laughs> My quarterback. But, anyway. <laughs> but damn it, that's all. So call Barry. <laughs> <laughs> call us the replacements, damn it. All right. <laughs> but seriously, seriously, seriously. My uh, Monday night burial. Drum roll, please. I tried. That that was a good actually. That was that was pretty decent. That's pretty decent. Thank you. <laughs> my Monday night burial is once again the Universal Championship, which conveniently Ooh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> huh? Red piece of leather got some gold on it. You know what I mean? It's a Monday Night Raw, quote unquote, oh. their, their, their heavyweight championship. But uh. Oh, you mean that decorative piece that Brock Lesnar has over his fireplace? Yeah, you know the first two times Universal Champion. Okay. Yeah. I can't believe I just said that. Anyway, <laughs> the Universal Championship, ladies and gentlemen, is being held hostage once again. And I have a sneaky suspicion, because I'm also a USC fan, that Vince McMahon and Dana White struck up a deal so that the Daniel Cormier fight coming up with Brock Lesnar that's being speculated that's going to happen in the near future. When Brock Lesnar, who's on steroids, by the way, gets done with his steroid suspension in the UFC. So, the thing about it was, after Daniel Cormier's last fight against the BC beat him, he said, I wouldn't mind be, you know, being the WWE champion. Always wanted to be that as well. Bring your belt with you. So, 
I'm kind of thinking, and with the rumors flying around that Brock Lesnar's going to hold that title to WrestleMania, maybe Dana White and Vincent Man are kind of, you know, a little buddy buddy right now. I've been, I've been saying that. Mm. I've been saying the fix is on, and I, I, I'm sorry to say this, but I won't be surprised they throw uh, DC a uh, couple of hundred million dollars to take a fucking fall and let Brock Lesnar be a dual champ. Yeah. I, I got real sneaky suspicion, especially with the, the whole rumors of uh, DC trying out to be a commentator now for WWE and everything. Oh, then it's fixed. Oh, if that's the case, it's, it's already a foregone. Game. Yeah, because apparently that Fox wants him as part of the commentary team when they come to FS1 in two years. Oh, wow. And DC already said it, that he's done after he hits 40. He said he's done after this next fight. Yeah, oh yeah, pretty much the Brock Lesnar fight should be his last one because he he turns forty yeah, soon. Because we know he's not going to fight John Jones again, so there's that. He don't want it. He don't want it. <laughs> All right, my SmackDown burial. Oh, I can't believe I'm going to have to do this. My SmackDown burial is expectations. Of SmackDown <laughs> being the better show, because honestly, in my opinion, SmackDown is the better product as far as wrestling is concerned. They put on the better matches. I think they got the better talent. However, you are now headed in terms of the best in the world by Shane McMahon. Man, <laughs> let me tell you, Shane McMahon. What is he? The general manager? Oh, the commissioner. The what? The commissioner. Commissioner. There we go. The, the, the commissioner of SmackDown is the best wrestler in the world on that roster full of talent. AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, um, just to name a yeah. couple off the top of my head. The, Daniel Bryan. Dan, you got Daniel Bryan. Randy, Randy Orton. <laughs> and Shane McMahon. You got the Usos. You got the New Day. You, you got, got the bar. No 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 no, 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 no. Shane McMahon's better than all of them. Oh, <laughs> uh, Shane McMahon. Listen, man, I appreciate you coming back for the nostalgia reasons, but that was a perfectly good time to call up somebody from NXT. That was a perfectly good time to bring up anybody from the SmackDown locker room or even say, we are going to concede this due to an injury and then have somebody come out and beat the hell out of something other than you getting that something. trophy would have worked. Anything. Something. They could have used CN Almas right there. He could have been like, I found somebody to replace the Miz and pulled out CN Almas if they had. They could have put on Zelina Vega. (laughs) Give R Truth a chance. I'm just saying, give Give R Truth a chance. Give R Truth a chance. My favorite hashtag. (laughs) Anything. Oh, man. Uh, that could have been a great, great thing for R Truth. It's not a bell because I know you guys aren't really big on R Truth, even though he's. A comedic genius to me. Oh, I, I love Truth. Oh, I, I love him too. He saved Camilla's career. Oh, yeah. He's carrying her career now. <laughs> oh, man. The, the, the suddenly brunette, Carmella. Yeah, the suddenly comes out, absolutely no pop. And then when R Truth's music hits, everybody pops. Don't I, think I didn't notice that Carmella on SmackDown. She came out, and everybody was like, Oh, and the second R-Truth music hit, everybody's like, yeah! 
yes, yes. So unfortunately, guys, the SmackDown. What can I say? Shane McMahon's the best in the world. It's pure comedy gold. Pure comedy gold. There are some things that Shane McMahon is the best in the world at. Number one is finding exclusive Jordans. Yo, them them WrestleMania stunts that he pulls. Sorry, what had Those WrestleMania stunts that he pulls. Yeah, those are are great. He's great at things. Yeah, exactly. He's great at throwing phantom punches. The guy even had a great match. Excuse me. The guy even had a great match because he got carried by a ridiculously, ridiculously better performer than AJ Styles at WrestleMania. I mean, AJ Styles can put on a wrestling match with a broom and make it look good. And, but Shane McMahon is the best in the world. <laughs> he survived the plane crash, so I guess he is the best in the world. Oh, my goodness. And, and, I mean, thank God that he did survive because I don't want nobody's life yes, to yes. be taken. But your career needs to be tragically taken. <laughs> it's done. Let it go. The attitude ever is over. Let it go. The Mean Street Posse is not coming through that door. All right, let it go. Ain't, ain't walking through there to help you, buddy. <laughs> Shout out to Pete Gas. Rest in peace, the test. Um, oh man! All right, let's move on, man. Survivor Series is coming up, guys. Um, and before the Survivor Series is what I like to consider the A show. That being Takeover, War Games. I can't wait. Um, is there going to be a comparison? No. And he's going to blow them out of the water. It's not even going to be close. I think, I mean, don't get me wrong. Survivor Series looks interesting with the whole Becky and Ronda thing is going to be amazing. I think they, I think they, if they do that properly, it's going to be a really good match. Um, I don't really care for AJ versus Brock because we've seen that last year. Um, I'm really actually low-key excited to see Seth Rollins and Nakamura. If you give those guys like 20, 30 minutes, I think they can put on a damn good match. Seth Rollins nope. is another one of those guys who can kill it with anybody. And Nakamura, I think he needs another person who he can work with, kind of like what he was supposed to do with AJ, but never really got a chance to. And I think if they give him and Seth um, like a good 20, 30 minutes on a match that, you know, these two guys can put together, I think it'll be a damn good showing. Yeah. Um yeah. Honestly, when it comes to the series matches, I don't see really much to it. It's all filler. But NXT has a sewn up, man. You got Tommaso Ciampa versus the Velveteen Dream. Stop right there. Stop, stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. The main roster is not going to be able to find a better match with Survivor Series to beat that. Just, just, just for the record. Okay, just that continue. alone. Just continue. Oh, we also no. We also NXT. got Gargano versus Black. Stop right there. 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 The main roster isn't going to have a WrestleMania match. It's going to be better than that. All right. We have, uh, let's see. We have the NXT Women's Championship rematch between Shayna Baszler and with Kyrie Sane. Yeah, that's going to be topical, but still going to be a good match. There's also now rumors of a possibility of my boy, the bro, who's already making waves on Twitter, might I add. Bro. Do you guys want to take a second and talk about that? Matt Riddle? Go ahead, man. This is is your time. This man sent a shot, direct shot, at Brock Lesnar. He said, congratulations on your title win, homie. 
keep that belt warm for me because I'm going to be the one to retire your ass and take it. Now, that is what I call taking a chance and showing some balls on the WWE roster because ain't nobody on the main roster going to say some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, but there's a rumor of Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono opening up the card. And then, of course, we have War Games. What else do I need to say? Undisputed Era, Ricochet, Pete Dunne, War Raiders, War Games. They, they won already, man. It's not even close. Yeah, like uh, NXT's top, top three matches versus Survivor Series top three matches. It just kills it already. It, like whatever filler matches either card has, it's just the, the top three matches already. Because we already know AJ Styles Brock Lesnar is going to be AJ carrying a broomstick because that's what Brock Lesnar is—is is a broom. He's just. It's going to be carried through the match, and then eventually Brock Lesnar will win. Because God forbid Brock Lesnar takes an L in that match, because that's not happening. So that's a foregone conclusion. I'm excited. Yes, I, I, I like the fact that Ronda Rousey versus Becky. No, I don't like the fact that Becky's going to have to lose for the sake of putting over Ronda. Mm. We all know that's good. that's how it's going to come down to, because Ronda's the, the shiny new toy for Vince McMahon. So no way she takes she loses. That's not happening. Shinsuke and Seth Rollins, yes. If they were given 20, 30 minutes, they could put on a good match. We'll be lucky they're given 10, 15 minutes. Hmm. That, 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 the God honest truth, we'll be lucky they're given any, any real time. True. We all know how that's going to work out because it's all about the shiny new toys for Vince McMahon. And it's all about highlighting the raw guys for Vince McMahon. So. And the Survivor Series matches themselves, like you said, they're all filler matches. You know, all we can hope for is some good storylines out of them, but I highly doubt it. <laughs> the Raw side doesn't look like it's going to be all too too intriguing. The SmackDown side looks a little bit more intriguing with, you know, the men's all fighting each other. But, yeah, NXT is going to win, hands down. No. <laughs> Like they can literally just air one match and still win the whole co- win the weekend. Hmm. So, like I, I usually take sun, I usually take the you know the night off on a big pay per view like Survivor Series, but I think I'll work the Sunday and take the Saturday off instead, and watch War Games live. Uh, yeah, because I mean I'm gonna be watching War Games live. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, we might even have a damn UWI, UWI, why? UWO broadcast during War Games just to brag that we told you so on how good this damn event's gonna be. Yep. Yeah, for anybody, for anybody who's like, oh, uh, I'm gonna watch Survivor Series. Good luck with that one. And it's a shame because Survivor Series is my favorite thing. WWF, I loved the Survivor Series. The foreign fanatics, the perfect team, uh, the Hulk. Uh, uh, I loved the Survivor Series as a kid, man. It's a sham mockery of itself nowadays. It's, yeah, it's bragging rights. That's all it is. It's bragging rights with a different format. Anybody remember the yeah. foreign fanatics? Mm-hmm. Yep. They fucking the the hearts when when fucking the hearts versus Jerry Lawler's team. Oh yeah, yeah. 
the debut of fucking Undertaker took place at Survivor Series. At that point, does anybody remember what his name was when they were a uh, little, little trivia for you? Ooh. Undertaker. When he was initially actually brought out, they actually added this out of the Survivor Series on all the DVDs and the tapes and whatever. As a kid, I remember this because I was always calling myself what his name was. His name was King the Undertaker. Yeah, that's true. His name was originally, his first name was supposed to be Cade. That's right. His name was King the Undertaker, bro. And then they shortened it to the Undertaker when Brother Love gave him the Paul Bearer. Oh, that, didn't know that trip. That, that's a new one for me. You're welcome. And Carl <laughs> Bird probably didn't even know that. I heard it. He's still I never... married, Carl. <laughs> The Undertaker's your favorite wrestler is putting the dirt on top of you now. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, that, um, I remember that as a kid. I I actually like as a kid when I first saw him, I was like, "Holy shit!" You know, what I mean, my face looked like all the kids in the damn audience. <laughs> That's a big fucking boy. He was part of Ted DiBiase's team. He was the mystery partner. Yeah. Mystery partner. Oh, they come to that, huh? Oh, 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 oh. All right, guys, let's get on to the next subject. Uh, the Miz and Daniel Bryan's feud is being put on pause so they can co-captain this Survivor Series team. Uh, guys, help me. Well, I like it. I actually enjoyed their their. I I I I feel they have good chemistry together. Yeah, their matches aren't stellar, but their back and forth has always been gold. You know, they're and the fact that the two of them were agreeing and then looking at each other like, "Oh my god, we did we just really agree?" Like that that just that made me laugh. Like when they looked at each other smiling and they're like, "Uh, what?" I was like, "Holy shit." Cuz you know, you just the intensity with the two of them in their feud, you really believe they have a blood feud like if they saw each other on the streets, they would really attack each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so the fact that the two of them are looking at each other like, do we just agree on something? And they want to, and then they're disgusted by it. It's just, it's, it's gold. I like the, the, the little back and forth with, with them too and everything. Now, am I a Miz fan? By no stretch of the imagination, am I a Miz fan? You know, so, but, you know, maybe they'll do something different with the Miz. You know, I I hear a face turn is in the works with the Miz. See how that one works out, because you know, there's just some people that don't work as a face that are gold as a heel. And I frankly, I feel the Miz is one of those people that just works as a heel. Yeah, and he's just a a natural asshole. <laughs> yeah, you that about him. Like if you saw him in the streets, he you just want to slap him for real. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the Miz in a nutshell. I mean, he's he's good at what he does. He's he's a he's a, uh, that character. Even though I do kind of get the feeling, I don't know if anybody else gets this feeling, but do I feel a Shane McMahon Daniel Bryan match in the works? Yes, yes, Stop. I do. Stop! No, yes. Daniel Bryan feel- can't contend with the best in the world, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. That's gonna be right. great. That's gonna be a running joke forever. I get that sensation it's just from that what just from last night's episode of SmackDown was, was like, why do I feel that eventually we're gonna see Shane McMahon turn 
and it's going to be him and DB. I would probably say if they do it early, the Rumble, but I smell a WrestleMania match. Exact words I was about to say. WrestleMania. You know, I, I, I can't say, I can't emphasize this enough, but I am sick and tired of the evil McMahons. Yeah. I'm sick of it. That's why I like Shane, because Shane's the, the, the level-headed one. He's the good one. He's the one that, you know, wants to see actual wrestlers succeed and not just his family succeed. I'm tired of the evil McMahons. We got Steph already. She's going to be evil bitch for the rest of her fucking career. You know, I, I avoid having the other, another McMahon that can step up and be like, no, I'm the level-headed one. I just don't want to see a, a repeat of, they're going to rehash a, a McMahon, an evil McMahon, and it's going to be Shane, and it's going to be Shane playing his father all over again. Mm. Mm. We'll probably get an Austin McMahon feud out of somebody down the line. Um. I'm just not in the mood for it. I'm just... I'm tired of. Uh, I understand you own the company. I understand. I understand it's yours to do whatever you want with it. But do you really have to focus it all on your family? I mean the entire the, the entire. Ugh. Like you're ruining the product with that crap, man. I'm sorry. The part timers getting the, the the championship of your brand. The the the, the McMahon <laughs> family being the best in the freaking world. <laughs> They've all given themselves multiple title runs. Bro, you could have brought up Buddy Murphy. To, you know, anybody else but Shane McMahon, man. He's the best. You could have the ring announcer in there if you wanted to. Um, get a Tonga. A Tonga. Get a Tonga to get back in the ring, man. Oh, man. That's good. So... Ellsworth for like hair. Porn squad. Shit, there's somebody other than Shane McMahon. Mm-mm. I I really hope Ziggler got a bonus for that one. Oh, I hope he got paid. I would because I would be so. I would be. Dolph Ziggler should have won that goddamn tournament, man. The the performance he put on that day was amazing. Kurt Angle was good. Him versus uh, Seth Rollins was just another him versus Seth Rollins match. I mean, we get bored of it after a while, but it wasn't bad. It was really good. Dolph Ziggler should have won that tournament or should have made a huge stink about it on Monday Night Raw. No, nope, I'm just the captain of the team, Raw. What the hell, WWE? You just, you just ruin people left and right. And, did anybody catch the, the booze that WWE tried to lower on SmackDown for Shane McMahon? Or the CM Punk chants that were going out? They, people were not happy with it. They try to mm-hmm. downplay, and I, uh, you, you got you to commend Shane for trying to say, I'm not the best in the world. I, you know, I did it for the locker room. They're the best in the world. We're all the best in the world. No, Shane. We all know what you did. Mm. You wanted the spotlight, and you took the spotlight. The Manchester crowd wasn't falling for it. The U.S. crowd fucking definitely ain't falling for that shit. Mm-mm. Oh man! All right, so we're gonna move on, guys, and um, we're kind of car- we're, kind of, we're not kind of critical. Vincent Man's kind of critical on call ups, but um, a recent tweet from Rusev suggested a call down. Um, and to tell the truth, it might work for Rusev only because the new new day, excuse me, the uh, Rusev Day thing uh, has gone south since its popularity peaked. 
and I don't think it peaked because I thought it was still a good gimmick. But anyway, who do you guys think? Uh, let's start with you, Eddie. Who do you think from Raw and from SmackDown would benefit from a fall down to NXT? Mm. On Raw? What? Shit, do we have enough time? <laughs> <laughs> Got it down to one, man. Got it down to one. I'll be rude. All right, yeah. Bobby Roode, because frankly, on the main roster, he's going nowhere. On NXT, he was fucking gold. Mm. You know, at, at this point in his age, and his at, at this point, and he's old. He's in his forties. He's not young buck anymore. So we, what else can he do? Go down to NXT, help the young ones, put out some stellar matches with the young ones down there, get them over. But as far as on the main roster, he ain't going. He he ain't gonna be a star. At least in NXT, he'd be a star. And on and on SmackDown, I gotta go with my boy Rusev. Yeah, they're doing nothing with him. Him and his wife are literally off the card for Survivor Series. I know. Like nothing, not even part of a fucking a filler match. You know, he gets one match. He gets a match for the U.S. title at Crown Jewel, and it's a fucking a a, a, a pre-show match. He can't even get. On the card for that piece of shit crown jewel event. <laughs> it's like, so what else can you do? Mm. He has two options quit or take a call down. Mm. Brian? Uh, from Raw. From the Raw brand, I'm going to pick somebody who I think never should have been called up in the first place. And he was only in NXT for a cup of coffee before they called him up. And that's Apollo Crews. I think he never had the time to work with anybody down in NXT. I don't think he had enough time with the promo classes, with any of the coaches, positioning and being in the ring, how to react to a live crowd, especially the size of a WWE crowd. He needs a little bit more work. Um, For SmackDown, I really really don't want to send this person back down, but – it's going to benefit him if he does, and that's Almas. Almas was putting on five-star matches in NXT. This dude is doing clean jobs to everybody. Like, has, What big feud has he even won yet, aside from maybe Sin Cara? And Sin Cara's feud ended because he got injured. So I think Almas would benefit from going back down because he can continue you know, his hot streak of matches. There's a fresh crop of guys down there that he can work with, and I think it would be a lot better for the longevity of his career than staying on SmackDown. You know, we could always, we could always enjoy another Amis versus Black match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Cien Amis versus Tommaso Ciampa. I'll enjoy that match. Mm-hmm. All right, for me, from uh, from Raw, Apollo Crews. Paulo Cruz sent him back down to NXT. I thought he had a pretty damn good. He was in the theater for a while at NXT too. Um, pretty good. Let him let him just get a new character. I mean, this this whole good guy get clean cut, baldy. It's just not working. Um, when when the great great Titus O'Neil can't help you, <laughs> world <laughs> For uh for SmackDown, it's, it's bound to happen, guys. I mean, there's only so long the great our truth can carry you. Carmella, get your ass right on back down to NXT. <laughs> really, really. We'll walk your ass right backwards. You know what I mean? Yeah. You walk back when you come out anyway. 
<laughs> the, dance, the dance break thing is only going to last so much longer before people finally get. Before it's still money, though. It's still money. <laughs> it's money for it now. Man should be flossing. Uh, we, we've all seen. We've all seen where these comedic roles usually end up in the toilet, and the crowd turns, and then eventually people will stop booing again. Yeah, definitely. And by the way, for that, no grown man should be flossing. Uh, never mind. Never mind. Another story for another day. Never mind. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you guys already know. I'm pretty sure you guys already know. Oh, man. But uh, with that, we got to close out the show only because Brian got to be back up at the ass crack of dawn. So we're going to have to close out this one so my man can get some sleep tonight. Uh, Brian, close us out with your first rant, man. All right. Uh, this pains me to say this, but WWE, open up them wallets. You need the elite and you need them yesterday. Your roster is being depleted with injuries. Roman Reigns is out with leukemia. God knows how long it's going to take for him to get back. Roman, get well soon. Braun Strowman is suffering from bad knees. Kevin Owens just had double knee surgery. Sami Zayn is still out with whatever injury he has. Bobby Roode is working with shoulder pain. Alexa Bliss is hurting from whatever she's hurting from. Your main roster is depleted. Your, your, world, your universal champion is about to go fight in the UFC. There is literally nothing on Monday Night Raw that draws any type of interest. The Bucks and Cody and Hangman and Marty – they're all working right now towards the end of their contracts. They're pretty much giving up any title that they own. I think the only ones with titles left are Cody Rhodes with the U.S. Championship in New Japan and Kenny with the IWGP Championship. They're pretty much giving everything back, returning to sender. January 1st can't come fast enough. And Wrestle Kingdom is right around the corner. As soon as Wrestle Kingdom's done, sign those checks. Leave them open-ended. Tell them to write a number because you guys are in dire need of serious help. Let them do what they do. Let them entertain the fans. Let them wrestle and let them help save your product. Because WWE, you guys are damn near on life support. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. And let's go with my man, Mr. Ortiz. All right. Uh, WWE, this past Monday, you put on a main event with the legend Kurt Angle versus Drew McIntyre. Originally, it was supposed to be Baron Corbin, which I'm glad you replaced it with Drew McIntyre. And now, before I say anything, I agree that Drew McIntyre should have won. He's in line to break out as a big superstar, get a world title, you know, chase the title down and everything. Hopefully it'll be the man to take it from Brock Lesnar. But how fucking dare you do Kurt Angle the fucking way you did? Mm -hmm. That fucking was so disrespectful to a fucking Olympic gold medalist, Hall of Famer, goddamn living legend. Vince, you could have done no worse besides going out there and slapping Kurt Angle in the face and spitting on him. Mm. What the? You made... Oh, my 
God, that, that was painful to watch. I was literally watching that match, begging Drew McIntyre to just pin him. Just referee, call the bell. Somebody throw in a goddamn towel. All I saw was fucking, was Rocky. Throw in the towel. Throw the throw damn towel. <laughs> okay. We needed Sylvester Stallone to come out there and just be holding him as he died in his arms. Because that's what you did. You did an Apollo fucking creed on him. Oh my! It was in, and then on top of that, you have the man be embarrassed by his own finishing moves. The oh biggest embarrassment goodness. in wrestling is when you get beat with your own finishing move. When you have to tap out to your own submission. He tapped out clean. You made the man cleanly tap out. Kurt is not the Kurt of ten years ago. We know this. He cannot go anymore. He, it, it, it's abundantly obvious. He can barely move in that ring. Okay, he can't take any bumps correctly because his neck, his neck doesn't even fucking move. Yeah, it's fused together. He can't tuck his chin. He can't do none of that shit. And to have him go down the way he did was an embarrassment. He could have, yes. No, he shouldn't have won that match, but the way he lost that match was hard to stomach. If you if that went down in the States, people would have been throwing shit. Mm. People would have thrown shit. Mm. Because that was that that was humiliating. Do you for think that's the but do you think that's the start of the push for McIntyre or, or, or is it just the motive? For McIntyre. But the way no, like you had McIntyre insulting him and then giving him the leg and Kurt just looking like making him look like he can't do it and then having him go down to the angle slam and then go down and tap out to his own ankle lock it's just that was just hard to stomach that you some legends got to go out with grace you know with the way the way you know Shawn Michaels went out was graceful the way Ric Flair went out was graceful uh, the way Ric Flair went out was perfect Exactly that, but the way you did, like I really, really hope you give Kurt Angle a proper going away match where he can look good and go out gracefully because that was not gracefully, you know. First time in twelve years to see Kurt Angle back on the Raw ring and that's how you did him. That shame on you, shame on you, WWE. I'm sorry if, if some people might not agree with me. Some people will be like, "Oh, you're stupid." No, that was just disrespectful to somebody I grew up watching, somebody who I actually enjoyed watching in his heyday because Kurt Angle was the fucking man. He shouldn't have blown up. Kurt Angle should have been that lollipop character that everybody just wrote off. No, he fucking came in there and he owned that shit. Everything he did was fucking comedic gold. His matches were fucking gold. Even TNA used him correctly. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Something when TNA does something correctly, <laughs> that was insulting. That was a, like I said, Vince could have just walked out to the ring, slapped him in the face, and spat on him. Because that's what should have done. That's what he did. Through the, that's what we watched in the ring. Oh, sickening. All right, and it's time for me to try to top those two. This, this is going to be fun. All right. <laughs> My final rant is gonna be uh, man. How, 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 
wasn't going to get touches. All right, here we go. Ah. <clears throat> My final rant is to not really a rant. This is more of a help advertisement. Um, WWE recently put that they are actually, I don't know if it was a joke or what, but it tweeted um, that they were accepting applications for and resumes for head writers. I think just about everybody who's a fan in those arenas that packed, everybody who's done podcasts, everybody who's watched the WWE event could do better than what you did for Crown Jewel. Can do better than what you did for the Monday Night Raw following Crown Jewel. Can do better than what you do every single event that the main roster puts on. Ladies and gentlemen, we buried you, writers, and damn it, WWE is finally going the extra mile say if you guys think you can do better than do it damn it call me <laughs> all right i sent you my resume yes i think i can do better call me and as soon as you hire me i'm gonna get my boys in there we're gonna run that joint like it should be run and give the fans what they want some fucking quality wrestling shows you're welcome that's my show that's my show. can i just say i think somebody in WWE on the WWE payroll is listening to us because isn't it convenient we buried the creative team and all of a sudden they're hiring? <laughs> isn't it creative we, we buried AOP and all of a sudden they're champions? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. We buried Elias and all of a sudden he took a face turn? Hmm. WWE, you're sneaky. You're low-key fans of ours. Just admit it. Which one of our Twitter followers are you? At least give us a retweet. I mean, my homie Zion Jack gave us a retweet. Stop <laughs> out on the low if you have to, you know. And by the way, Naya, if you're listening, damn it, what color was the heart, Eddie? I forget. What, purple heart? Purple heart, there we go. Purple heart emoji. Purple heart emoji. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. Um... I, due to my work schedule, will give you guys a definite maybe if we can do this next week. I'm going to try my ass off to do it. Um, but I could possibly next week be working overnights, which is going to suck. Uh, so, we'll give you guys a definite maybe for next week. But if we're not, we'll be back in two weeks on the Codex Prime. And anything else, there, gentlemen? Anything? 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 No, just tune in. Tune in if we uh, if we're not here next week. Tune in in two weeks when we take over Codex Prime, and we physically be fun. physically bury Carl Bird in the backyard. And I'm bringing Street Fighter Five with me. All right, I'll see you guys when we see you guys. Have a good night. Later. Later.